financial problems, elder law, tax problems, business matters, divorce, personal injury, bankruptcy, your life, your reality. Life is complicated. There is the law and there is reality. Welcome to Law and Reality, sponsored by Thav Gross. Now here's your host, Ken Gross. Welcome to this segment of Law and Reality. Jenny Wingle. Hi, Ken. How are you? I am excellent. Brian, nice to see you. Always a pleasure. Corey Silverstein, today is your topic. It is great to see Jenny and the rest of you. Thank you. Jeffrey Kirshner. How are you, guys? Good to see you again. Good to see you. Topic today, your kid gets in trouble. Bad boys, bad boys. I thought you said, I actually, you said angel, Ken, as I thought how you were going to refer to parents' child as angels. Well, my children are angels. They'll never get in trouble. Your angel gets in trouble. That's not what you say, Brian, about one of your children. Every parent at some point in time (laughs) thinks of their child as an angel. I am quite certain that that at some point or another, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's parents thought he was an angel, but it didn't work out that way for me. I doubt it. Two two kids. You ready for kid number one? Angel number one is Clay. He's 15 years old. He's at a party. Mm-hmm. He gets issued an MIP for drinking. What is an MIP, Corey? All right, so MIP is a minor in possession of alcohol. Um, people often make this ridiculous mistake that they think that, oh, well, minors, as long as they're a .08 or under, like the Michigan drunk driving law, that they're okay. No. He's not driving. It doesn't matter. It's zero tolerance. It is zero tolerance for any minor to have any alcohol. There are some limited exceptions. Yeah, if he has a glass of wine. Religious ceremony is an exception. They actually have a very interesting exception in Michigan where if you're actually enrolled in a class and you're doing a study, you you can actually drink. So But other than that, if you have if you if other let's suppose you're going to assume it's zero tolerance. It's prom night. Yep. And the group is all going in the limousine yeah. on the way to the party, the ball, and they're drinking in the limousine. Wait, well, first of all, the limousine, the ball, the ball, the ball. Wow, is there? A, <laughs> I'm dated, I suppose. <laughs> we, we got, we got there, Cinderella over here. Is, right? <laughs> is there an exception for the limousine? No, there's no limousine exception. Were there limousines in your day, Ken? Just pumpkins. There were limousines in my children's day. Okay. In Ken's day, Ken walked to the ball. So so once Ken walked to the ball drawn, I'm kidding. I went in a horse-drawn pumpkin buggy with Cinderella. Sure you did. So bottom line, though, Zero tolerance, no, there's no exception, Ken. You can't, just because you're out on prom night, that's not an exception. That, that, that's not going to be... Homecoming? Home, no, not homecoming either. So See what happens? Oh, yeah. Corey, your child what, comes how, home the and process? says they got an MIP. So well, what? well first of all, they get busted. They'll get busted. Okay. How does that, and then the police officer pulls out, we talked about it last week, what's that little breathalyzer the called? PBT. He pulls that out and says, well, right. can you say no? Yes, and they should. They yes, and they should. Now here's you know here's and ninety nine point nine percent of the times they don't here's because where, they're intimidated. Here's where things get crazy in Michigan. Okay, and there's actually there's actually a bill pending to change the current law. Um, right now, 
a adult can refuse a PBT with nothing more than a than a than a civil fine. But a minor who refuses a PBT can actually end up with a two-point driving violation, which is ridiculous. Only and if they're driving, right? No. No, they actually have a ridiculous... What if they don't have a driver's license? This is where it gets At crazy. 15, in this it scenario... Is, it, the, the, the law in Michigan with regard to, to minors and refusing PBTs is entirely broken, and that's why it's actually... It's Peter Lucido who has a bill sponsored that would change that. But ultimately, Ken, the bottom line is that when you get into this situation, kids are, are terrified. They're, abso sure, they're, absolutely. they're absolutely terrified. They don't know what to do. They know they they've done something wrong. They know they've gotten busted. They know their parents are going to be mad at them, and the police the are in their face. Correct. Okay. If they say no to the PBT, ultimately what an officer has to do is an officer then has to place the individual under arrest if he has probable cause. And then he has to go and apply for a warrant to get the PBT or get the blood or what have you. And so there's, a, there's actually a pretty significant... Um, potential delay. There's also there's a lot that can happen in between these times. And so what we always say to minors is say no, because it's it's better let the officer have to make their case. Let the officer have to establish probable cause. It's a thousand times better than just submitting to what could be detrimental evidence right at the spot. Right, now, we, we put it in perspective, and we got a little bit of time before the break. As I understand, the minor position law now is on a first offense, it's just a civil infraction. It's no longer a misdemeanor. Correct. It's changed. So on a first offense, an MIP is now just a civil infraction. But here is a the massive catch. problem. This was not a good thing. A lot of people think but that this was great. But criminal, is that a get-out-of-jail-free card? Criminal defense attorneys hate it, and I'll tell you why. Because oftentimes on a first MIP, courts had deferral programs. They had programs that would allow... Uh, the minor to go on a limited period of probation. They would do certain things, and then the entire incident would be wiped from the right. minor's record. But now, with a civil event, if ultimately later on down the road, you're applying for a job, you're applying to colleges, you're applying to what have you, and they decide that they're going to pull your record, guess what happens? It's if, it's they, a pull, if they go to the district court to pull your record Not there. the district court. They could pull it from anywhere. They could pull, they could, they could pull your record. They could do a background check. It is going to show up. And so it's not a good thing. And so this is why parents, they oftentimes, they, they run into court with their kid and the prosecutor says, don't worry about it. It's just a civil offense. And the parent says, oh, okay, no problem. We'll just plead out, pay the fine and be done with it. So instead, what should the strategy be? Got to hire a lawyer right away. You have to treat it the same way that you would as though it was a misdemeanor. Right. I can see a, a very logical way of, uh, from approaching that standpoint is if you treat it that way and all of a sudden the burden is going back to the police to yep. prove their case, if they can't prove the case, then it's dismissed. Correct. And even if they do prove the case, it's still just a civil infraction. It's you're, not, you're not upping. If, if you challenge it, you're not putting yourself in a position where it's a misdemeanor, right? Exactly. Yes, but is so the court no, going to... no lose. The question then becomes, because it's a civil infraction, does the court look at it differently like... Mr. Silverstein, what are you doing here Absolutely today? Absolutely not. Why, why are we? Why are we even bothering? Absolutely with this? not. You still have every opportunity to get discovery. Get discovery. Get the police reports. Get the audio. Get the video. Absolutely not. And that's and Brian, that's the sort of thinking, right there, that parents and courts are. Everyone's getting wrong. Right. You have to treat these Let's cases. Take a no break. When we come back. I want to know how the prosecutor reacts to that. We'll okay. be back after the break. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 
If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Fav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Fav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. You're all set to retire. You have your home paid off, money in the bank, and sound investments. But if you're not careful, all the things that you work so hard for can disappear. At Samasco Financial, we'll help you prevent that. We go beyond ordinary asset management. We'll safeguard everything that you have by creating a plan made specifically for you. How much can you afford to lose? Nothing. Protect the people that you love and the things that you have. Call Samasco Financial today. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Fav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Fav Gross. You don't need to be broke, and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. All right, so when we came back, before the break, we were looking at the idea, so even though it's a civil infraction, the right strategy is to challenge it, because yes. if you can challenge it and you're successful, then it's dismissed. Well, if you lose, it's still just a civil infraction. But you want to spend a zillion dollars doing this. You don't have to. It's not going to cost you a zillion dollars. And ultimately, it's not just can, it doesn't necessarily be a dismissal. It could be a plea to something else. These are MIPs. Prosecutors have a lot on their plate. They have a lot going on. There's a lot of things that... So you challenge it, they, they want to get rid of it? Of course. What you've got to do, and this is where... So what do you do? Plea, plea to impe uh, impeding traffic? I don't know what... Well, you might, who knows what you'll do. You might noise variant, noise ordinances are often... Just something... But, but ultimately, the place where you want to start, though, is you don't want to just go into court and be like, all right, you know, we're ready to give up. No, you have to treat the case just like any other crime. Ask for your discovery from the prosecutor. Potentially file pretrial motions. These are the sorts of things that prosecutors don't So by making them work, then they'll reach a plea agreement, and then at that point you get rid of it. I, I like it for two reasons. One is just like you said, so it doesn't become a record that can be discoverable. Right. And number two is, 
you know, if you're 15 and you get an MIP, you got a long road to haul before you're over the age of 18 and you're no longer facing and let's, another let, MIP. Let's think about this. You're, I think you're a parent, Ken. You're, you're no, no, you would be. You would be. Fa no, up to 21, okay. I think you would get the MIP, right? Up to 21, you still get the MIP. Oh, okay. But let's talk about... So, so even though you're not so a minor, you're still your, a minor Can your parent, you remember when you had to put your kid's car insurance on top of yours? Yes. Okay. Well, what ends up happening if you plead out to some MIP civil infraction that the car insurance company sees before you put your child in your record? Triple the rates. Triple. Try quadruple five, six, seven, eight times. So there's a lot of reasons to fight it. Okay, so if you get in that situation, you should fight plus, it. Plus Another, the discovery, though, too. Is it gonna, could you it, could, but in discovery, though, you can find all these little holes that you wouldn't think of. All these all these errors, all these chain of command, correct. all these type of issues that you wouldn't think of that seem simple. Cops make mistakes all the time. This goes back to the example you were giving earlier, Ken, during the break, that, that the example where the, the police officer just walked up to the child without saying anything and shoved the, the straw into, Every the, time. into the child's mouth. Every time. This is a sort of thing that could be grounds to actually have that thrown out and potentially the entire case thrown I out. I remember sitting, I have a friend of mine who is a state trooper, and we were good friends on anything other than discussing legal issues in the Constitution of the United States in terms of defendants' rights. Because we had a discussion one day at dinner, and we were talking about MIPs, and we were talking about where the police enter into the party, and the point is the family says, don't open the door, they can't come in. And he would go, that doesn't stop us. All we have to do is say we looked in the window, we saw uh, an emergency situation, we can just barge in right off the bat. I said, well, what if, you didn't, what if there is no emergency and the blinds are drawn? That doesn't stop us. And I said to him, you think that's okay? And it was like, <laughs> exactly, and that, and, and that's, and then, and we, I got, I got angry. I said, you know what, discussions off the table. Let's talk sports because I'm not going to like, we're not going to, we're not going to get along here. That's right. Because I thought that was disgusting. There, yeah. it, it is disgusting, and it's a problem. Right. So you, you got to put it in framework. All right. Last point on MIPs. Yep. That is important. If you end up with one, yes, or if you ever get arrested and charged for a misdemeanor, even though it's wiped out and it's deleted, you run into this problem, and I see it all the time, clients come to me. You're not applying for college, because they don't ask it on the college application, but you're applying for your license for your medical license. You're law applying license. for your law license. You're applying for a teaching uh, license. Those applications all ask the difficult question. Have you ever been arrested or charged with a misdemeanor? They don't ask whether you've been convicted. Right. In that situation, people want to say, well, I wasn't convicted. How are they going to know? And they make the mistake of checking the box, no. Right. And then what happens every time? They get caught. They get a phone call saying, we were going over your application. We see that you checked this answer, no. What about this? Why did you not disclose it? And now the person is facing not getting approved, not because of the event, not because of having been arrested, because of having lied on the application. It's a simple answer if you're watching the show. Do not do that. No, it's Answer the question truthfully because the information will be known and it won't be a problem. You say, I was 17 years old. I got a minor in possession. Nobody's going to stop you from practicing law as a result of that or being a doctor. But lying on your application when you're an adult, 
they will. Correct. And it's, it's not just the kids that we see that problem with, Ken. A lot of times kids, when they're applying for things, they go to their parents and they say to the mom or dad, they say, hey, you know, they're asking me this question, you know, what do I do? And mom and dad says, oh, that went away, you know, we made it go right. away, whatever. And so I answer the question, no, and, and off you go. And, it, and when you, it's just wrong advice and kids shouldn't be getting it because now, in essence, like you just said, the kid's lying, they end up getting caught, and it comes back to haunt them. So, no, you have to be, you have to understand that if, if you're filling out an official application for something, there's a difference between have you been arrested, have you been charged, and have you been convicted? Those are two completely three, totally three different questions. So you have to, you got to answer truthfully. I can tell you how I dealt with that on, for, for a client of mine who the, the child lied, mm -hmm. they got caught, and then they called me up and said, what do I do? And I said to him, if you got advice from somebody who told you that you, it was no longer be reported and that you would be okay to answer the question no, then tell them you got bad advice. Parents aren't And that's what they did and it went away. Par but I was kind of making up a, 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 a strategy to defray the wrongfulness and then the person was apologized. Parents are not necessarily making good decisions for their children these days. As you guys saw a, a couple weeks ago in the news and we're still seeing the story unfold, is you're seeing that these, these major celebrities are getting caught in this scam where they were in essence paying ridiculous bribes and, and extortion money to get their kids into high-profile schools and, and so Great. forth. Insane. These are Not just bribes, even. I mean, Outrageous things that they were doing. I mean, this, this, is, this, this is out there. And, and it was buy a wing kind of money. when They, they, they could have just bought a wing and yeah. they could have got their kid in. Absolutely <laughs> insane. And these are, taking, we're, we're coming to a break. When we come back, I want to change the scenario. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Thav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. I love you too. Bye-bye. That was Jerry. Emma just said her first word. Oh. Jerry says hello and they'll be over soon. Who's Jerry? Is he a friend of yours? No. This Jerry. Our Jerry. And this is his wife and their little girl. Time for announcements. I want to remind our listeners to watch us Sundays, 11 o'clock a.m. on TV20. Also, sign up for our monthly contest, free $50 Visa gift card, lawn reality hat, and a copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Just go on the website, pop your name in on the window that opens up, and you're entered. We have a seminar coming up Wednesday, May 1st, 6 to 7.30 p.m., debt-free from the dream to reality. We're going to go through all the methods that we use to eliminate debt so that you no longer are burdened with the debt and instead you can start living the dream of being debt free. 
It is a wonderful thing if you can accomplish it, and it's so much easier than you would think. You just have to take advantage of the opportunity to learn how to do it. Jenny Lingle will do a special segment at the seminar on how to resolve tax problems. Brian and I are going to walk you through solutions using bankruptcy and solutions outside of bankruptcy in order to resolve debt. Brian's going to talk about budget management. Attendees get a free copy of my book, Dump Your Debt. Sign up at thavgross.com, lawandreality.com, or call 888-235-HELP. Remember, you can always come in to Thav Gross as part of Law and Reality for a free consultation. You've got debt issues with Brian, tax issues with Jenny, estate planning issues with Brian, business issues with myself, elder law issues with Pat Samasco, disability issues with Jeffrey Kirshner, criminal law issues with Corey Silverstein. Just go on the website, request a free consult, or call anytime, 888-235-HELP. Come in, we we'll give you a free consult, set you up, let you know what you need to do in order to address those issues. Also, go to the website for our free reports. We have a brand new report written by uh, Jenny Wingle and myself, Resolving Tax Problems, The Real Solutions. We also have How to Save Your Home from Foreclosure, Business Formations, Loans and Grants for Small Businesses in Detroit and Michigan, and Pat Samasco's Retiree's Guide to Social Security. I want to thank our sponsors, Thav Gross, Samasco Law, Jeff Kirshner Law, Law Offices of Corey Silverstein. Now back to the show. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Thav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Thav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. Nothing provokes panic and fear like the threat of a school shooting. Unfortunately, we've seen a sharp increase in students making copycat threats in order to gain notoriety. I'm Macomb County Prosecutor Eric Smith. Students, this behavior will not be tolerated. Felony charges will be brought against anyone who threatens the safety of our schools. Parents, please talk to your children and pass along this message. If you threaten our schools, it will cost you your future. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. All right, Corey, I'm going to switch it around. Okay. We're done with Clay. We're, Clay's gone. Lisa. Lisa. Age 17. She's arrested for possession of marijuana. Yep. Never happens, does it? No. No. Never. Not these days. First of all, I thought marijuana was legal now. This, this is, again, Ken, another one of these things where like the misinformation is out there. Michigan's new medical, or excuse me, marijuana law, okay, 
it applies to people that are 21 of age and older. Let me say that again for all of our listening audience, viewing audience, 21 years of age or older. Meaning, if you're 20 years old and your birthday is tomorrow and you get busted with a bunch of weed, you're done. You will, it, it's the so same wait, thing. By the time you get to in front of the judge, it doesn't matter. you're 21, they're that not going to say, was committed when you were 20. say forget it. It doesn't make a difference. If the crime was committed when, it, 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 they look at how old you were at the time the offense was committed. Is there a difference if your offense is committed when you're, when you're 17 versus when you're 19? No. Not in, for, in, terms of, in terms of marijuana, no. You'd be charged I mean, with the same thing. Because you're an adult at 18. You'd be charged with the same thing. What are you charged with typically? Possession of marijuana. Which is, what are you facing? 93-day misdemeanor, and then it goes up depending on the quantity and how many times you've been charged. So can you get that reduced to a civil infraction with a clever lawyer? Very, very tough, but it is possible. If you find the right prosecutor and the right circumstances and you present your case so, the so, right way, it is possible. So tell me the strategy. Okay, so um, Lisa is my daughter. Okay. Um, she gets arrested. Yep. I get a phone call. Mm -hmm. She's in jail. She's down at the police department. For possession or, they, or do they issue her a ticket? For possession of marijuana, it'd be one of two things. It really depends on the officer and where you are. Some officers will simply write a citation, which is more common nowadays. Some officers, and depending on what town you're on, might actually take her to jail. So, Corey, it, what Ken is talking about is possession. What if they uh, were to pull over Lisa and they suspect or they smell something and she's under the influence, but they don't find it on her on her person. She could still be under the influence. And now this the, the situation that Jenny just described happens all the time, but now you're actually, we're no longer just talking about a simple possession case. Now what we're talking about is potentially driving under the influence of a controlled substance, and now everything changes, because now it, now you've gone worse, from simple possession. Worse. Oh yeah, everything everything's changed now, because if the officer uh, has probable cause to believe that, that If you have nothing on you, right, but you to use the old words, you reek, yeah. and the officer identifies that, and he then charges you and so forth. Yep. Is there a defense to say, all I was was in a room, I didn't that, inhale? I, I hear that. Secondhand smoke. Yeah. We hear this all the time, and so I, I'm going to help clear up some of the, the myths. You are never going to be in a room, first of all, the I didn't inhale thing is ridiculous. Sec it was presidential. It was, and ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> The the um, the secondhand smoke thing is equally ridiculous. Why, I tried why? that to breathe. Do you know how much secondhand smoke you would have to inhale for your level to even? No, no, I'm saying to smell of it, not to oh, fail a drug okay, test. Oh, okay, okay, smell of it, different story. Yes, it's completely possible that someone was at a party that had marijuana all over oh, the place. On and what basis do they arrest you? Do they actually have to test you? Or do sight, they smell, observations, and testing. But the testing for drunk driving, you blow. Correct. Don't you have to get blood to measure THC? For, for marijuana, you'd, it'd be a THC draw. So what would but it how do you do that? Although there is a, they there would is, take you to jail and have to apply test? for a warrant. Isn't there a new test that they're that they're they, they There is a new test in, in, in development, and there's it has not been ruled uh, by any court in Michigan that I'm aware of that it's actually admissible as of yet. But there is going to be a new test that supposedly from breath will be able to detect. Yeah, we're, I thought, we're I thought down, it was a saliva test, and so they were doing it in Kalamazoo, Detroit, one, and the, a couple other places. minute, so I kind of want to. I, I kind of want to wrap up a little bit. So, in that situation, yep. if you are first of all with what we're talking about, if they issue a civil infraction and it's just a ticket, you can then challenge it by saying I wasn't intoxicated. 
Well, that would be for possession. That was for possession. If Under, you're in the influence, they're going to have to take you down and test in you. In Jenny's example, it's a totally different story. At this point, now you're going to be arrested. You're going to be taken to jail. Your car's most likely going to be uh, going to be seized. Uh, Bottom line, totally is, different world. If you're the parent, because yeah. that's who we were focusing. Yeah. You got to get your kid a lawyer and challenge these it's, things. You can't just roll over and let the but system eat you alive. But it's not just it's not just that, Ken. There are. Some of the parents, they, they don't know themselves, and the parents are, are inappropriately educated. So the parents need to pick up the phone and get educated and call that lawyer right away. Absolutely. Remember that. Call Corey. You can take a bad situation and make it better, or you can take a bad situation and make it worse. It's your choice. Thanks for watching. Have a great week. We'll be back next week with Law & Reality.